Black Women to Watch is on a mission to tackle the underrepresentation of Black women. We seek to celebrate those who are power rising through the ranks by amplifying their voices and their stories. These women run companies, transform industries, and are the very backbone of our democracy. Amazing in their own right, they are distinguished leaders, and through their journey, we uncover the keys of inspiration. As Vice President Kamala Harris said, Black women are often too often overlooked. And at Black Women to Watch, we're changing the game. Welcome back to another episode of Black Women to Watch. Now, for anybody who's fascinated by the power of social media and its impact on the culture, then this is for you. Today's episode features Natalie Franklin. She's the creator of Nori's Black Book, an online blog and parody social media account told from the perspective of one of the most famous kids in the world, Kim and Kanye's eldest daughter, Northwest. Whether you love them or you hate them, Nori's Black Book has something for everyone as it pokes fun at the famous family in a way that only Northwest, the character, can do. Natalie was recently revealed as the creator of the account during an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and has been on a roller coaster ride ever since. Today, we sit down with Natalie to understand the inspiration behind the account, insights for how she's keeping up with the Insta fame, and her plans for the future. Let's check it out. Okay, so today is a very exciting day. We have a special guest joining us. We have Natalie Franklin, who, if you don't know her name, you definitely should. We're going to get into the conversation in just a little bit. But first, Natalie, I just want to welcome you to Black Women to Watch. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Awesome. Now, Natalie, one of the things that we do here at Black Women to Watch is we always start every episode by asking our guests to share their six-word memoir. Now, these are six words that speak to you and give us a little bit of a glimpse of your life. It can be funny, introspective, or reflective, really anything that speaks to you. And you have a lot going on right now, so I'm very excited to hear what your six-word memoir is. Okay. My six-word memoir, which I put a lot of thought into, is, Kim, there's people that are dying. (laughs) Yes, Kim, there's people that are dying. That is so perfect. And we're going to talk about why. I love it. So perfect. Okay. So Natalie, we have all hopefully by now seen the episode. And so we know why you're here. But before we dive into Nori's Black Book and everything that comes along with that, I want to get to know you just a little bit. And you over the last seven years or so that you've been running this account have done a really good job of keeping your life private. So I want to start by just getting to know you. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are? So I'm Natalie Franklin. I'm originally from Sacramento, California. I went to school, though, in San Francisco at San Francisco State University. And I actually lived out there for about 11 years. Like, that's literally where North was born. Nori's Black Book was born. And I actually moved back to Sac maybe like five years ago. I majored in marketing, and I had all these dreams of being like this super entertainment PR person did not happen, kind of just kept feeling my way around my 20s and things like that. And just, I think I've had so many jobs trying to figure it out. I mean, I've worked at Lucasfilm, I've worked at Gap headquarters, I've worked at Facebook. I mean, I worked like, I feel, I've worked for the government, I've worked for the Shade Room, I've worked for the Oakland Raiders. Um, I've just worked everywhere trying to figure it out. And the whole time I'm writing Nori's Black Book, 
thinking I'm doing it for fun and as a, a escapism, really, not knowing maybe I'm just I'm laying the foundation for what I should be doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just interesting to be at this point that everyone finally knows that I write it and I, I, I reveal myself in such a perfect way that I can even have even planned it. You know, that's really interesting that you sort of had this desire to want to be in entertainment and PR and you've you've done so many really interesting things. And so in many ways, your journey makes so much sense. But it's also to your point, the way that it was revealed was really exciting. And we're going to we're going to dive into that. You know, I want to start by also understanding, you know, what was the inspiration behind creating Nori's Black Book. So everyone knows the Kardashian family is huge in the the entertainment world. Everyone knows who they are. And whether you love them or hate them, you follow their journey, right? It's, they're everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to do. And so I'm just sort of curious, like what inspired you to create an account, a parody account inspired by probably one of the most famous kids in the world? <laughs> what What made you want to create this? Yeah, that's a good point, right? Like, even if you, you're not interested in them, you're going to hear about them because they're unavoidable. So the inspiration came from this blog I used to be obsessed with back in the day. In the Tumblr days, it used to be called Surrey's Burn Book. And that was written in the perspective of Surrey Cruz, which is Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' daughter. And the writer would basically make fun of other celebrity kids. I enjoyed it. Like, I was like, this is great. I kind of wish like there was a black version or I was like, I wish I would have did something like this because the style of humor is right up my alley. And I was just like, oh, it would have been cool to do something like this. So cut to 2013, Northborn and the Kardashians come out with this Babies Are Us collection. And it was a bunch of baby clothes. And this is before they were showing North's face. I think she was like two, three months, something like that. And Kim posted a picture of North in the Babies R Us onesie without her face. And I remember talking to a friend saying, oh, how pissed is North that she is wearing Babies R Us? Like, North is probably like, get this off of me. I need to be in Prada, Chanel, Balenciaga, and I need to be paid if you want me to. You know, I'm just, like, rifting with my friend. And then I, like, a light bulb went off. And I was like, this is my moment. Like, this could be my burn book but i'll make it black book because you know kim kanye and north are wearing a, a, a ridiculous amount of black back in the day and um they were calling north nori so i made it nori's black book and so at the time i still didn't quite know what i was going to do with it because i didn't i didn't want to copy surrey's burn book like i was like it has to be different so i thought okay well am i going to have her talk about you know nicole bitchy and perez hilton was pretty popping back then i'm like am i going to have her do her own celebrity blog where she talks about headlines Will she talk about adult? Like, I still was kind of feeling around, but still talking about the Kardashians. And then one day I got this comment on Tumblr and they said, this, this, this stuff's really good. You're really funny, but you should just talk about the Kardashians because there's enough content there. Like the family's big enough where you can just talk about them. And I was like, that's it. That, that is what I'll do. And so from then on, I just kept it about the family and it kind of took our life of its own like I, and even North the character has grown a lot because I first made her super Kanye like I had North a little like sister soldier little black panther at one point <laughs> like I had North talking about some black ass issues and then I was and then Kanye calmed down on you know black stuff so I was like okay well I have, I have to have North evolve with Kanye and Kim. So um, she kind of just evolved into like this businesswoman who thinks her family is not good enough. 
Um, so even North, the character I created, has gone on a bit of a journey. But that's pretty much the, the origin story of Nori's Black Book. And, you know, everybody talks about how you have been able to capture her personality so perfectly, even before she really had a personality. Right. And so it's interesting to hear you kind of talk about you initially thought about having her mirror you know, Kanye's personality, which we all know and love and right. have a deep appreciation for. And the evolution that you talk about is is fascinating. I- I'm curious to understand, like, when did you know that this was sort of something special, right? Like you, you talked about how, you know, people commented on how great the content was and how funny it was. But when did you, when was the moment that you were like, okay, I've, I've built something here that's that's really making people laugh? You wouldn't know what, maybe a little naivete. I didn't know until like last week, um, which sounds crazy. And I told my friend that she's like, didn't you see how many? Because before the show aired, I had like 774,000. Show airs and we do all the promo at 1.2 million. But I mean, I still didn't know because I, it's hard to think you're doing something special when you've done it, when you've been doing something like for seven years and you haven't really gotten any real recognition for it. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of just thought this is a cute little kiki we, we're all having on Instagram. Yeah, uh, the Kardashians like it, like Chloe and Kim and Chris. But I still, they had been liking stuff for, like, a couple years and no one gave a shit. So I was just like, okay, this is just going to be my little thing that I'll just have on the side and can have fun with, but never really take it to the next level. So when we're we're doing promo and people, we're, we're starting to, like, pump it up right like oh the reveal the reveal and i'm seeing more people be like oh my god i can't believe we're gonna find out and da, 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 da. that's when i was like oh people actually care about this and this is like something impactful had no idea i even told chloe that i'm very surprised people care about this and she's like are you kidding me like we all everyone cares about this and we've all been wondering for all these years like i had no idea even when i went to film the show I filmed the show back in like early November, late October. Even then, I thought that was a cool experience, but I literally thought I'll film the show, it'll air, it'll be a cute little moment, and then I'll move on with my life. Like, I met the crew, and even the crew was like, oh man, we've wanted to meet you because we thought it was one of us, and da da da. Like, even like the, I met, you know, Kardashian security, and they're like, we'd be in Paris with North, and she's only like two or one, and you would write stuff, and we'd be like, how does she know? Like, so I'm still hearing that stuff. And I don't think until last week, I fully understood like, oh, I get it now what what everyone else gets. And talking to Kim and, you know, Kim showed me a video of North being North. And I was like, oh, so this is what you mean when it's super accurate. Like, I, I still didn't own this because I used to say, oh, this is just like North. But I'm thinking like, I don't know, I can't, who can conceptual, who can really believe they created a child, right? Who can really wrap, wrap their mind around what that means? So it's really super recent that I'm everything's clicking where I'm like, in my head, I thought it would never pop. Like I was like, maybe this will never pop because A, the Kardashians, you made the point earlier that there are a lot of opposition. Like there's a lot of people that just don't want to see them win, right? So I figured like maybe because my, my comedy is Kardashian themed, there's like a need to not be interested in it. It's so interesting to me that, you know, even after having 700,000 followers, you still didn't really think this was special. I mean, we live in a time where, you know, good, bad, or indifferent following and engagement and reach on social media, a lot of people equate that to 
some level of success. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting to me that even after achieving that and seeing the traction, certainly I think to your point, seeing other similar accounts kind of do the same thing, I can I can kind of see why you didn't really think it reached that certain level of of I don't know, virality, but you would think it even after 700,000 followers that that would have really triggered for you. I thought Um, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was great. I just didn't think it was unique. Like I was like, this is a good thing I've built because I've been doing it for seven years. So I'm like, cool. It's a little community, a little community I've built. I'm just, I kind of watered it down to your point. Yeah. So you mentioned that filming of the episode happened sometime uh, late last year, October, November timeframe. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like to just meet them, you know, based on reflecting their personalities through this account for so long and then to be able to actually have a conversation and see them in person? Obviously, we, we saw North's reaction, which was less than <laughs> enthused. But what what was that like for you? It was so nerve wracking because, you know, unfortunately, COVID's still out here and um <laughs> So going down there was a trip because I, first of all, I traveled to LA. I live in Sacramento. I was like 45 minutes away by plane. I hadn't traveled in like a year. So that was, everything was an experience. I had to like quarantine for a bit to test. So we were very, very mindful of COVID restrictions. And because of COVID, I hadn't really talked to anybody in a year. So it, it was all weird. And I had nothing to talk about except for my account, which, you know, they came there for. But still, like, it was a weird time to be doing anything. So the day we filmed, I was super, super nervous. And I had to tell myself a bunch of affirmations like, this is your time. You're supposed to be here. They want to meet you. You're a bad bitch. You know, like over and over and over just to calm myself down. And then we filmed at outside at some wine bar because it's safer. And I remember I was just waiting there. And the only direction I got was when they walk in, just stand up and wave to them. That's the only direction I got. Mind you, I don't know what we're supposed to be talking about. I didn't know. They didn't tell me anything. Just we showed up and they're like, when they come, stand up and wave. And I'm like, stand up and wave. So when I'm waiting for them, the cameraman to my right was like, are you nervous? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can throw up right now. What do you mean am I nervous? Like, I don't think people understand. That was my first time meeting them. And it was on camera simultaneously. It's not like we like, had a separate meeting and then was like, oh, see you at filming tomorrow or talk to them even. And it was like, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. It, everything was like organic, like on camera first time. So they walked in and <laughs> that walk to me is so far. So when I stood up and waved, I have to stand there and I'm waiting for them to walk to me. It was very awkward. I felt very weird. So I said, uh, so Kim goes, Nori's black book. And like a nerd, I say, Kimberly Noel Kardashian West. <laughs> and then I couldn't remember Chloe's middle name, which is Alexandria, but I couldn't remember at the spot. So I could I was like, and Chloe or something I said. And she I hear her say, Wow, the whole name. And I felt like such a loser instantly in that moment. Um, but anyway, meeting them though was cool because they're actually super nice and they're super relatable. Like there is like really just talking to one of your girlfriends. Um, and they they quickly and express express that they love the blog, like love it, which I I appreciate so much that they understand the humor because in text or in writing it's really hard to convey tone and sometimes tone is lost, you know, given whoever's reading it. And certainly if you're the subject of some of the material, you you could go into it not 
open-minded and I'm so glad they were. And I, I, I love that, you know, instantly Kim was like, it's so accurate. Like, we just don't know how, you know, da, 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 da. And, um, it just felt really good to talk with them and, and hear how they've been following it for so long. The only thing I didn't get to ask them, cause I was nervous and I like, I, I couldn't think of any good questions to ask. I was way nervous, but I wanted to ask like how they originally found it which because I didn't tag them. Like I never tagged them in anything and I never use hashtags because I have this mentality of like, I don't, I'm not doing this for Kardashian attention. I'm really just writing for people that like the audience, right? The keeping up audience or people that kind of know what's going on. But yeah. um, yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, I, I love that, you know, that you almost didn't really know what to expect when you were meeting mm -hmm. them. Like you didn't mm -hmm. know if they would love it or hate it. Um, right, so right. I didn't know if they were coming to be like, cut the shit out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we probably didn't it. tell you to cut it out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what has it been like since um, everyone now knows who you are? What has this process been like where people now know that you're the voice or the, the brains behind the account? There is a little bit of relief. I don't have to be so secretive. That's why you were intentionally trying to be secretive about it? Well, at first, that's a good question. It didn't start out that way. Like on Tumblr, if anyone remembers Tumblr back there, out there, it really wasn't a look at me type site. Like Tumblr was really just for people creating stuff or sharing like pictures and stuff. Like it's not like Instagram where you constantly post stuff about yourself. You know what I mean? Like somehow, and I don't, Instagram didn't start like that. We've kind of evolved as a people to that Instagram is more like a look at me site, but when I moved it from Tumblr to Instagram, I just didn't, it just didn't, I, I moved it the way it was on Tumblr, right? I didn't have a need to be like, and I'm Natalie, you know what I mean? So then it started to be, I like, I was like, oh, I kind of like not saying it's me because I'm helping people with their imagination. So it kind of turned into me not wanting to show my identity because I wanted people to fully jump into the account. Like, I want you to just think this is fully North and nobody else. So it really started as just an accident, then turned it intentional because I wanted people to get it and keep the integrity of the site. But it never was like, I just want to, you know, be secretive and like no one know me. It was more so to keep the quality of the writing good and people can focus on like, oh, maybe this is Northwest writing this. Yeah. But I mean, if anyone would ask me like off internet or something, I had no problem telling them. Like I wasn't secretive to the point where like, if you asked me, I wouldn't tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's interesting. Uh, I, I think there's something kind of magical about not really knowing who it was. And I think that's what part of the reason that kind of made it so interesting because it did feel yeah. like it was North. But but even now knowing that it's you, it's still so perfect because you it was spot on to her personality what what happens next with the account right the show is coming to an end how do you feel about that how do you feel um just about what's next for the kardashians and what that means for your account what does with with north north reaction like what what do you hope or anticipate that she thinks about the account down the line um so when the show ended the show ended like the day before my birthday and I was like, oh, no, like, because, you know, it's like, um, what do we have? The Simpsons or Saturday Night Live? It's like if Saturday Night Live came out, I was like, yep, we're canceled. It's a show I just never thought would get canceled. And it's it's such a coming of age reality show unintentionally because we've 
we if you watch the show, you've grown up with the girls, especially if you're like my age, like 34, between 34 and like Kim's age, 40, 41. Um, you, you've gone through your twenties with them, you know, you've seen them get married. So I was very like, what are we talking about? What are we ending? But if you watch the show now, you're like, yeah, it probably needs to end because they're just way too famous to carry on. But, um, I think, uh, hopefully North, when she gets older, will appreciate the comedy and maybe even read it and be like, oh, wow, that is me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I did feel like that back then. And that would be really cool. And just to meet her as an adult or even a teenager and that's like talk about it would be a super dope experience i when i met with kim and chloe i joked that or we both we all joked that you know maybe north can have her 21st birthday at tau and then i can come <laughs> tau is a club in vegas so perfect. <laughs> yeah when i i was like please i literally at the table was like please let me come to that and i'll be like 40 something but i'll be in there please so um i yeah i I hope north will grow to like as you saw on the show she's currently not interested and (laughs) does not care about me or my little blog yeah so um which i (laughs) made that very clear (laughs) which i love because you know why if she was like america's sweetheart and was like hi i'm north so nice to meet you i'd be very disappointed because (laughs) the girl i've been writing for seven years I've kind of been writing her as someone who plays people dust, especially if you're a nobody. So I was excited that she was, wasn't was into it and actually would prefer to hang up on me. Like, I would have been okay with that, 100%. <laughs> someone was like, oh, was that edited to look shorter? No, it wasn't. It was literally that short. Wow. <laughs> it's not edited. Oh, man. It's so funny. She She's exactly who you've portrayed her to be. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. Natalie, what's next for you, right? Like you, you're having this amazing moment that I am quite sure won't be a moment. It's clear that, you know, famous family aside, you have a talent for just the way that you're able to entertain people through the content you share and the funny captions. I mean, that takes a skill as somebody who can say that is not my ministry. It does take a skill. <laughs> um, so what do you think is next for you? I'm sure people are knocking on your door. So what what can you share with us? Um. <clears throat> I think for me, like I've been talking to people about a book, um, which I would like to do. The only problem is I the thing I've ran across is you really you you get good at doing one thing and then all of a sudden people come to you and you want you to do something that's totally not that, which is a new experience for me. Like you would think people would be like, This is great, we can do this and that with what you've already done. But they come to you and they're like, Yeah, so you should write a a a, a YA book about a girl going to school and then like, it's like, what, I, I, why would I do that? But anyway, um, so books is definitely an option, but uh, my passion, I love television and film. So I'm hoping to parlay this into a, like a writing gig, like being a staff writer would be great, but I would love to have my own show. You know what I mean? Like just maybe be a baby Issa Rae out here in these streets and, get to create original content right out the gate and that's like my dream and my dream collaborator would be chris rock like if chris that's my like fantasy if chris rock somehow got a, a whiff of me and was like i need to work with her that would just be everything so i'm, I'm really hoping that happens well one of the things we know about this show is that we speak things into existence so chris mm. rock Issa ray like l- listen up we need to get in touch with natalie and make some things happen 
Natalie, just one last question for you before we head out today. What What is something that you hope that young girls or young uh, boys are, are um, inspired by when they look at your story, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think you, you talked about earlier how when you were you know, starting out your career in school, whatever the case may be, you were you were very focused on wanting this career in entertainment and your path kind of went a little bit of a different way, but you always mm-hmm. still had that sort of passion for it. And now you've had this amazing experience. What do you hope that your story is teaching others? I mean, definitely the two things. One thing my story has even taught me recently is literally anything is possible. I mean, you make a good point about speaking stuff in existence. But to piggyback off that concept, literally anything is possible. And I don't think people fully know what that means. But it's really true. Like if you can, Oprah says, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Like no bullshit. Anything is possible. Because we're all just, you know, souls having human experiences. We're all just vibrations. So (laughs) this world is what you make it. Whatever you create, anything is possible. Literally anything is possible. It's all a mindset. Um, But secondly, another thing I hope people take away from my story is always follow your bliss. If it feels good, do it. And I think when we talk about how I was so focused on this and then this happened and it took a turn because I was doing things I thought I should be doing versus things I actually like doing. Like I think about like in my 20s, if I was actually doing stuff I like to do, God only knows where that would have taken me. But, you know, we all have our paths. But that, that is the biggest thing. Follow your bliss. Anything is possible. I think we put too much emphasis on like the plan and like I need to do the education and then I do the, well, are you doing anything you like to do? And I think with Nor, Nori's Black Book, that was something I genuinely enjoyed and liked to do. And I wasn't worried about the outcome. Like we were talking about likes and reach determine um, success, which is so true. And that's why I was never like, well, I have 774,000, I must be popping. Well, I don't really care about the 700. I don't even care about I have 1.2 million. Like, I think it's good because other people, like a larger group is enjoying the content, but that doesn't change, you know, what I've been doing and the joy I get from it. I get the same joy I get from it when I had like 10 followers on Tumblr. So that is just like the main thing to take away from my story is, you know, once again, anything is possible and just do what the hell you want to do and what you want to and what you like to do, basically. Yeah, we, we often talk a, a little bit about this concept of like opportunity and purpose. And I think kind of what you were saying earlier, which is like people mm-hmm. a lot of times chase opportunity because they feel like it's what they should be doing to get a desired mm-hmm. outcome. But if you align with your purpose, mm-hmm. what you're passionate about, what makes you happy, what drives you, it, it really changes just the, the entire experience. And you you end up being so much more fulfilled because you're in yeah. alignment with your purpose. Um, so I, I, love, I love that you said that. When you yeah. said align with your purpose, because that's what it is, alignment. Like we all have to have alignment. And in alignment, you'll find what your quote unquote purpose is. Because I think also our purpose we always talk about purpose from the outside, but there's an internal purpose we all have, we're all looking, should be um, reaching for. And when your internal purpose aligns with your out, outer purpose, that's like the sweet spot right there. Yeah, I love it so much. Well, thank you, Natalie, for spending some time with us and giving us a little bit more of the behind the scenes of an incredible experience. I have to just tell you, I can't end this show without telling you my favorite post is the mm-hmm. one with Chloe that says Kim is my lawyer and the caption says, tell me you're going to jail without telling me you're going to jail. That is honestly hilarious. <laughs> I love that post so much. If I it's could double tap, 
infinite <laughs> times, I totally would. That was a great one. Because but we're yeah. not getting Kim to represent us when we try to stay out of jail. Like, uh, you can go be cute over there, girl. I'm trying to stay out of jail. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for entertaining us through of one course. of the most amazing channels um, on Instagram. I, I just, I love what you've done. I love the blog. I just think... The, the stuff that you do is, is just uh, really interesting and exciting. So uh, kudos to you for an amazing journey. I'm so excited to see what happens next. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to just stay informed of what's going on with you? So of course, follow Nori's Black Book on Instagram and Twitter. Um, also, my handle, my personal handle is Natalie the Hero on Instagram and Twitter as well. So if you want to keep up with me, that's where I'll be. All right. And as I said, we speak things into existence. So we've already spoken it today. I'm excited to see what happens in your next chapter. Thanks so so much. Have a good day. At 34 years old, Natalie has been propelled into an experience that she only dreamed of and plans on taking advantage of this unique opportunity to chase her dreams of a career in entertainment. We love her talent and the creative ability that she has to make us laugh. So we can't wait to see what's next in store for her. But until then, remember, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for checking out another episode of Black Women to Watch. We hope that you're leaving with helpful nuggets of inspiration that can propel you even further into your journey. Now, if you like what you heard, take a moment to follow us on Instagram at Black Women to Watch and leave a comment sharing your feedback on this episode. And also share this episode with all of your friends so that they can be a part of the conversation as well. If you have an idea of a guest that we need to host on this show, be sure to visit our website at www.blackwomentowatch or hit us up in the DMs on Instagram and let us know who we need to invite on this show because we're always looking for more transformational inspiration that can help us all in our journey. Another episode is on the way next week, but until then, stay inspired. Stay inspired.